Well, what's going on? Hey, 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 we're back. Oh, <laughs> it looks a little different in here. We don't have a fluid intro. We just look at each other like, we'll just yeah. keep talking till we stop. It's the Curiosity Dudes. Yeah, so um, we're here and we're the Curiosity Dudes. Yeah. And we like just uh, questioning things. Really, anything. <laughs> yeah, we're almost just curious. Like, almost like a little kid. Like, <laughs> yeah, why? Nothing is off limits. What's that? <laughs> why? Yeah. Why? Why? Huh? Why? The annoying toddler, almost. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we we just know that there's. We do this podcast because we know that there's a lot of uh, podcasts out there. Um, there's there's a lot of options. There's a lot of good ones. Yeah. But for us, we want to tackle into the local area. Yeah. And if you're local to Raymore, Belton, Kansas City, anything close to there, um, then you're going to get us a lot. Yeah, but the Midwest. Yeah, the Midwest, really. And so we want to focus on that area. And then we also um, just there's a lot of negativity out in the world. And we just like creating an environment that's positive. And also, if a kid is hearing like a parent doesn't have to try to hide the podcast oh, yeah. from listening. So we want to be able to be the the clean one just so in the background if a kid is hearing. It's like yeah. kid-friendly but not for kids. I think that's great what you guys are doing, to be honest. I mean, when you think about our ability to put positivity into the world, yeah. at the end of the day, it doesn't take too much. You know, mm, like good, for, some, for some people, it's a podcast. For some people, it's service or volunteer work. For some mm. people, it's just a smile to somebody. But I think, yeah. you know, whatever we can do to put positivity in the world – Love it. Awesome. Dude, so, nice. That's an awesome way to kick then? it off. I, I love it. <laughs> well, hey, if you're hearing this new voice, this is Caleb. How do we say your last name? Banagas. Can you tell us? <laughs> it's, it's actually Banagas, but if bananas is easier for you, <laughs> let that let that ride. I feel like <laughs> autocorrect is not your friend, perhaps. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, not at all. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten bananas trying to type out my own name, so... You know what? We adapt and adjust. That's so. awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Drew, me, me, and you, we, we just like the uh, what is it? The idea of having guests on the show. Yes. Just because um, we don't want to make it just about us, but we want to show people that we can connect yeah. and oh, not yeah. always be so. Um, n- I don't know. Lose our social skills. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, even, right. so even by listening Us to this podcast, you could potentially even do yeah. social ki- so, uh, social kills social, social, <laughs> social kills. Is it social bum, skills? Bum, bum. Or, uh, oh kills. boy! But it doesn't help me with talking. Well, and let's be real, Jared. <laughs> if it's just you and me every week, then this is going to devolve into <laughs> this is going to devolve into Batman, crypto, and AI about oh, every week. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. These with are that. the themes that come up every week. So yeah. we're going to have to get your takes, yeah. Caleb, on yeah. those three topics. <laughs> so with that being said. This week's guest is Caleb, and it's the start of like business owner type journey. Yeah, and we think it would be a cool idea to just kind of see what kind of local businesses we have around here and how your journey started. And so, pick your brain. We definitely want to hit that, and then we can go wherever the rabbit takes us. We're curious and yeah, curious about you, what you do. And I think our listeners uh, would appreciate that too. So. Yeah. yeah right definitely. before we dive in, I have like a, a little setup to start just a little fun, oh, let's a hear fun it. thing. And Drew has no idea about this, but I got a question. Let's hear it. Do you guys, are you okay with drinking like anything? Yes. I mean, For like, 
Well, anything's just strong any, word. Anything's, I mean, because like Clorox, no. Yeah. <laughs> Lemonade, yeah. Good call. So anything's like, uh, it's FDA approved, which I know that mm. sometimes doesn't mean a lot. But I feel like Clorox might also be FDA approved. I'm right there with you, brother. <laughs> I feel like oh, we're, no, like we're tiptoeing on eggshells around here. Okay, let's bit. just say this. I got a drink, and it's definitely in the beverage label. And it's not alcohol, in case you're wondering. Okay. Um. It's something that I really like, and I want to share it with you guys. But I want you to kind of guess what it is. You're so cryptic. I'm intrigued. I know. I'm super interested in where this is going. Okay. All right. So, should we do like, do like a hot cold type thing? It's cold. Okay. Okay. Um, Are we like doing like a blind taste test? Like you yeah. want us to drink it and guess what it is? Yeah. It's, Ooh, that's exactly. I love do that. It. That sounds really so, fun. I'm going to bring it out, though. Just give me a second and okay. uh, share a tune or something. I feel like this is the start of every great story, right? I am hey guys, intrigued. I've got a mystery drink for you. <laughs> I want you to try it. I don't, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but oh. it's great. Thank goodness. Oh, this looks incredible. Oh, okay. I, I don't even need to ask any questions. I know. I, if I you know what it is, don't say I it. would bet. Like I would bet a lot of money that I know what this is based on the color and based on previous conversations. So I will okay. tap out from guessing. I want to see if Caleb can get it. Okay, so go ahead. Take I mean, a drink. just off of the first visual glance, looks like mouthwash. What are we seeing? It uh, does. Oh. It does. <laughs> but let's see here. Ooh, definitely not. Definitely not Listerine. So that's good. Is that Taco Bell Baja Blast? Oh, oh, dude, you're so close. You're so close. That's that's amazing. Because that's our sponsor. Yeah. Just kidding. No. <laughs> you're willing that into existence. It is though, isn't it? But it's the it's the thing. It, it is the thing that I want to. Sp- uh, I want them to like be a sponsor, but they're no. Uh, you're right. Remember I said that. <laughs> right. That's that's it. why. I know. But this is the. the I'm, I'm trying not to give. I'm trying not to. Uh, so you're on the right track. It is, but it's there's more. It actually is Baja Blast, and it is Mountain Dew. But there's more. There's a di- yeah, it's a different version. Well, you probably haven't even heard of it, so this is kind of a man. I'm I'm John Blanks. Okay, well, there's Mountain Dew Energy. Okay, Energy that's why I gave yeah. you a little bit. <laughs> mm, that's awesome. Um, I love it. I was this close. <laughs> but then it's different than the Kickstart because there's like only 25 calories in the whole can. It's sugarless. Really? This is. Yep. This is good. I was going to say. And it tastes close to the Baja Blast. I've got a really, I've got a, a, a hot take and it's probably a bad take, but oh I boy. don't really like Baja Blast that much. Like if I go to Taco Bell, I just like OG Mountain Dew, just OG, okay. super simple. But this is like really tasty. Oh, cool. So I'm digging this. We're on this line of Taco Bell and I want to hear your guys' like number one Taco Bell memory right now. Because like we're walking down Whoa, this dude, avenue. You're good. And like, <laughs> I feel like this is something that has to be addressed. Okay. So, well, the fact that you're just asking questions in general, I'm like, <laughs> okay, cool. This is like what we're supposed to be doing. You're okay. curious like we are. <laughs> you're a business owner. Yeah. You know how to ask questions. <laughs> so Taco Bell memory. Taco Bell go, memory. Did you say the best? That could go south really Just quick. any. The best. The worst. We know there's worse Taco I'm Bell I'm going to throw this there. out. Oh, so I got one. This is like an, this is like a answering your question with a question, but. I feel well, kind of. I feel like, and do you guys also feel like Taco Bell gets this really weird reputation online when it's like anytime people mention it, like, oh yeah, you're gonna be in the bathroom all night. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> I don't feel like I am though. I feel like Taco Bell agrees very well with me. Like I do not so, feel like I have uh, these negative uh, implications. What are your thoughts? Okay, so, cool. But what's your memory? <laughs> <laughs> that is. <Yeah. laughs> Fine. 
My memory, <laughs> my memory of Taco Bell is that, uh, oh man, especially in high school, like after I started working, but high school and especially college, I mean, mm. many a meal. I mean, cheap, quick, delicious, consistent. Taco Bell was there for me. Those are high remarks. I love it, dude. Taco yeah. Bell is like my favorite fast food. Oh, Hands that down. that's a hot take. Hands down. My that's favorite. a hot take, guys. I've come back to Taco Bell. I started to not like them. I felt like I was above them. But then I became a dad and I was like, dude, function over looks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even care anymore. Function over fashion, baby. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's legit. That's the hey, phrase. When in doubt, crunch up supreme. It's yeah. not going to oh, be your own. Oh, I man. know. And then also, like, like, they're so cheap and they actually have a value menu. Versus like other places yeah. are like two something dollars value menu, but you can actually find some items at Taco Bell for a dollar. Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, I love it. I like so. I would say my my most fond Taco Bell memory. We're, we're really going down memory okay, lane. I love it. It's so, gonna be good. I don't know if you guys remember before Taco Bell served breakfast. So before Taco Bell served breakfast, and they came out with this announcement, we're gonna start serving breakfast. Mm. It was on a Thursday. And I, <laughs> okay, no, wait, wait. Sorry. And, and I, I love that you know the day. <laughs> I know. It, it was a Thursday, and I remember this because Thursdays when I was in high school was our late arrival day. Oh, okay. So we didn't have to show up to school until 9 o'clock, okay? So Taco Bell's coming out with breakfast. Thursday, it's late arrival day. Things are coming together, right? That's, it's like we've okay. got all, all the puzzle pieces for a successful Thursday morning. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to show up at Taco Bell 8.30. I'm going to go through the drive-thru. I'm going to get my breakfast, and it's going to be great. And I show up, and I swear the line is about half a mile long. (laughs) So to make a super long story short, I was about an hour late to school. Oh, dang. I'm already late starting. But but I got Taco Bell breakfast on the first day it was provided. Nice. Oh, nice. And did you love it? Where was this? Oh, it was terrible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it was terrible. I didn't but, expect to answer that way. That's good. I saw yeah. you, you already had the words coming out of your mouth. Like, wow. that's great. It's oh. <laughs> <laughs> funny. But hey, you know, ta- Taco Bell can only do so much. And that morning, it did what I needed. Dude, that's, I love that you like, I mean, when you can remember the day of the week, that's yeah. legit. It was a I, Thursday. I think. Where, where was it? Were you like, oh, yeah. did you grow up around here? Yeah. Was that like- so, so not around here where we're at right now. I actually grew up in Overland Park, Kansas. Oh, okay. 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 So it's like 20 minutes 20 away minutes where we west. are right yeah. now. So yeah. I went to Blue Valley Northwest um, nice. for high school. So I was a Husky. Go skis. <laughs> <laughs> that was my plug. The skis. You're welcome. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I think. You know, it's not necessarily a memory, but I think why Taco Bell is my favorite is um, it is so easy to eat while you're driving for the most Ooh. part. Now, OK, oh, now, right. uh, if you're thinking like maybe tacos and stuff, but yeah, and I don't add sauce or anything. But like when you said the crunch wrap, I yes. mean, dude, that's dude, a perfectly that drivable. Yeah. Most of the burritos like I would much rather eat that while I'm driving like a burger. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, something like it's that. Very, so that's very handheld. Yeah, right. I, I like that. So, I don't know. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, practical. my quick Taco Bell story is the cliche one. And, <laughs> dude, I just, we were driving. We, were, we got done eating Taco Bell. No, no, no. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> it was a Saturday. I, it's coming back. <laughs> yes, I remember it well. <laughs> 2018. <Yeah. laughs> it was October 27th. Whoa. 1989. Whoa. And I was born in Were 91. you born? <laughs> <laughs> Were you alive? I was 
<laughs> my mom was pregnant with me okay. for two years. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. Uh, she was great with child. <laughs> I could, I could look, I came out just fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, okay. So I just remembered I didn't eat Taco Bell. I ate something and it was like not working with me. I was driving home with Rose and uh, I think maybe Lyric, but I just couldn't. I was like, this is so bad. It's dangerous to drive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't even see. I, man, I don't. And I'm like, you know, it like really hurts. Well, okay. So the only, the, I went to the next exit and guess what it was? A Taco Bell. So I went in and I got like tunnel vision. I go, poof, go through the door and I just destroy the bathroom. And that bathroom is still out of order. <laughs> <to this day. laughs> but the best part, the best part is when I came out and I looked behind me, it was the women's bathroom. <laughs> Oh, you oh, did him dirty, my friend. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Oh, oh. And at that point, there's not much you can do about it. You can't oh, take yeah. that back, man. The damage has been done. That oh, bell's yeah. been rung. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although they're built like that, right? Because they probably get a lot of that. <laughs> they got the industrial plants. <laughs> well, it's good to hear that Taco Bell has a fond place in all of our hearts. Oh, yeah. It's such a staple of the American community. Yep, and now it's made the title of this episode, oh, probably. it has to be. I'm really proud of us, guys, that we were able to think outside the bun to start this episode. <laughs> that my was man. Old slogan. Yeah. My man. Way to go. I used to go to Taco Bell every day for my birthday. Or every every, every for your birthday? Every time Wait, it was my birthday. Wait, tell me more. Wait. Yeah, when it was my birthday, it was every day. It was just one day. When it took him two years to get fully cooked. Yeah. I mean. Hey, root for real. <laughs> my parents would take us out and, uh, for our birthdays, and then... I would just always choose Taco Bell no matter what. That's awesome. Because I just liked it that much. We wouldn't even try a different restaurant, and I would still rather have Taco Bell. Yeah. So... So yeah. here we all were having birthday cakes like some schmucks, right? <laughs> yeah, right. And meanwhile, my man is having birthday chalupas. Yeah, birthday chalupas. <laughs> That's pretty small. Like yeah. So, I'd way man, missed opportunity. For real. Yeah. I think... You, you know what? You know what they also say? They say they could say that Jared was playing chess and we were all playing checkers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's facts. Cutie. No, that's checkers. Dang it. Th this was awesome. So going back to the Baja Blast Do Energy future sponsor edition, uh, where, where can we find this? Is this like any grocery store? Dude, this is Gas the hard station? part. Is um, it like exclusive to somewhere? No, it's okay. not. I hate when they do but that. But they don't always have it in stock. Uh, so oh. it's kind of like trying to get your favorite thing at Aldi. Yeah. And it never shows back up. Oh, man. Know? Yes. So you have to get lucky. This was at Walmart. And then there's a lot of gas stations if you look hard enough okay. and long enough. Because it really blends in with all the other stuff. Oh, it's sure. not where the Kickstarters are. It's not where Mountain Dew is. It's where the energy drinks are. Oh, okay. So it's by the Monsters and the Red Bulls. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So That's cool, man. You just kind of got to look. And if you can't find Baja Blast, they have a new one, Code Red. They brought that one back. That yeah. one was like, that's, I think that was even closer. That's another core memory right there, brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, you are unlocking like the deepest <laughs> parts of our mind. Right Let me now. guess. Like, Halo. Do you like drink it playing Halo? Yeah. Do I oh, know it? yes. Code we Red and Halo. We all live the same that's life. <laughs> just in nice. different bodies. We just talked about life. this last so week. So you're probably a millennial then, I guess. Oh, like, yeah. When, um, oh, okay. Right there on the cusp. Okay. So I was born in 96. So it's a controversial oh, year in the millennial discussion. Right? Okay. okay. So depending on who you ask, it's like. 
millennial Gen Z. Was that class I of uh, 2015? You're getting you hey, Oh, nice. You're crunching. I was 2010 over here. Okay, I so love it. Was it. Easy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a geriatric millennial. I was born in '85. So hey, there we go. I'm on the cusp of a millennial Gen X. <laughs> You're on the cusp of millennial Gen Z. So yeah. that's cool. We're on. I'm, I'm kind of in that weird range where it's like. I remember growing up without a whole lot of technology. Okay. I remember playing my 64 and my GameCube, but didn't have... <gasps> we talked about that last episode. Dude, yeah. 64. But Video then, like, memory. I also saw, like, the birth of all that technology mm-hmm. wave. You know, like, oh, the internet, yeah. gaming consoles, cell phones, so, like, all this stuff. Yeah, oh, that's so you're true. born in 96. You, I mean, do you remember always having the internet, like, always being connected? Like, so, do you remember AOL? You took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, really? Okay. Because my earliest memory of using the internet was I actually had a friend who lived around the corner from me when I was growing up. His name was Cody. We used to hang out all the time. Shout and out, Cody. Cody. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so my earliest memory of the internet was actually messaging Cody on AOL. Wow. To ask if I could come over to his house. What's your AI? We didn't even say handle That's or anything. Right? I mean, like, we no. really What's started from the bottom, my man. How, <laughs> how, so how old do you think you were? I'm just trying to date this. So you were born. So I was probably. If Drew, I, I think Holly will get I know. Only date <laughs> I was probably about seven okay. or eight. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that does make brother? sense. No, so I'm actually one of five kids. Okay. Um, so I'm one of six. You're one of six? No. Yeah, well, hey, I'm one up to Big fam. <laughs> Only child. Hey. Oh, crap. oh, yeah. That's a totally different guy. I know, guys. All right, where are you in the lineup? So I'm actually second in the lineup. So I've got oh, older nice. sister. Uh, she's, oh, but you're the first uh, male I'm the then. first born male. So, okay. yeah. So, and then I got two younger sisters and one younger brother. So That's cool. We got, we got a Brady Bunch. That's cool. for sure. Because you seem like an older brother type. Yeah. <laughs> so that explains Definitely. it. Definitely. And I'm guessing that your older sister is kind of the motherly, the second yeah. mother. Yep. Okay. She's actually the only one of us to have children right now. Oh. So, yeah. Cool. She, she is the mother. Right on. <laughs> <Awesome>. Literally. <laughs> yeah, so awesome, being born man. in like a fairly large family, yeah. does that make you not want to have a large family or do you Absolutely want to? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, I mean... I'm not sure if it sways my opinion either way in regards to starting my own family. But mm-hmm. what I can say is I feel blessed to have grown up with four siblings, yeah. you know, because it's like built in friends and like mm. they can't go anywhere. Like they can't yeah. leave. You know, like they're siblings for life. Yeah. So like it is like, yeah, it's a contract written in blood. Like you have to be my friend. That's sweet. Yeah. Dude, that's cool. That is yeah. really nice. Uh, dude, I like the question you ask uh, AIM handles. Do you guys remember your AOL Instant Messenger handles back in the day? <laughs> oh, man. Oh. I do remember mine because I, I still was use a it for a guitar ninja dude, I think. Guitar ninja oh, dude. Yeah. All right. Um, was that like around the craze when everything on the internet was like pirates, ninjas, and zombies? Like guitar ninja dude <laughs> versus guitar pirate? I think pirate. it was like, you yeah, know. like when ninjas versus zombies versus pirates. I think that's that what was like it was. I just wanted to identify with guitar. I like and it. then everyone was doing ninja and it sounded cool. Guitar. I love that dude. word. And so I did that. Yeah. Yeah. That's hey, dude. Dude. Hey. <laughs> you got dude in your hand. I was a dude. <laughs> you were. We're all dudes. It was preordained, man. That's why. <laughs> it was destiny. <laughs> dude, there was this other chick on there too, or I assume it was. <laughs> and are we allowed to say that word anymore, actually? Yeah, chick? I don't know. Yeah, because on Call so. of Duty, if you type that in. It blocks it. Really? really? Yep. Okay. That was, I, not, that was not the criteria when I was playing Xbox. I know, yeah. right? <laughs> right? Anyways, the eight, I remember this person 
chatting with them and it was like um i liked her based on the chats and stuff uh at least for like a week or so and i don't know who it was to this day if it was someone i knew or not (laughs) (laughs) what if it was rose that would be crazy but i I remember the handle yeah what was it i don't know that i should say it Uh oh No, I'll do, I'll do it. Shout out to <laughs> if if it, if you happen to be listening, this was yours, or a lot of people probably have the same one. Anyways, it was like the big X, little X. Oh yeah, uh, and then it was like Hershey kiss for you or something, and then more X's. Awesome, big X, it. little X. <laughs> Shout out big X, little X, Hershey kiss for you, big X, little X. But I had no idea <laughs> from who it Halo, was, and then the I just it was kids. like a week later. I was like, yeah. Uh, so I've actually got a question, another question That's for awesome. you guys. Yeah. Um, the second of many, but um, this one's going to be a little bit existential, but oh, I think it's always, awesome. I think it's really interesting to hear what other people's relationship with failure is. Oh, I think that, and the reason for that is because, I mean, we all encounter it, you mm-hmm. know, regardless yeah. of who you are, whether you're, you know, a Kardashian or a not Kardashian, a not Kardashian. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. the Kardashians and everybody else. Yeah. But I mean, we all deal with failure, right? Yeah. And yeah. so I think it's interesting just to hear like what other people's relationship with failure is. Okay. You know, so whether there's like something you learn from failure or yeah. really just kind of open-ended question. Dude. Okay. Right okay. before we get into that, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, we'll keep this little ramble in there and then, all right, let's do it now. Wow, man, that is uh, an amazing question. So our relationship with failure. Um, well, man, I want to say something funny, but I, I, I won't. Like, let's just keep it real. Um, I think failing forward is probably the smartest way to do it. So, you yes. know, um, if you're going to do it, which we all are, man, at least make the most of it. Uh, you know, not get bogged down in the, in you know, which is easier for me said than done. I get discouraged super quickly. I'll mm. quit. I'll rage quit if we're talking like in video game terms, you know, like, yeah. forget this, man, you know. And uh, but as I get older, you know, and, and uh, you know, especially like in terms of like family and leading and in general, you know, it's like, yeah, man, if, if you're going to fail, at least, uh, man, take the all the experience from it. And uh, yeah, dude, just uh, try to make it a growing opportunity and, and focus, focus on that. I think that's such an interesting concept, you know, failing forward, Mm. you know, because I think a lot of times there's things that we encounter, whether it's trials, challenges, obstacles that make us timid Mm. or fearful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and then we're not even like we don't even want to go for it because like, what if we fail? Oh, right. You know, and I think, you know, switching that mindset to like, okay, I might fail, but what am Mm. I going to learn from it? You know, Mm. I think that's kind of what failing forward means but i want to hear your thoughts dude i love where this is going with all this kind of thinking that way i i agree with drew um and it is easier said than done we're on a podcast we're here just talking but i like to think what if i don't am i gonna just be so like i don't know i I can't get this phrase out of my head so sorry if it doesn't make sense but so like half pregnant with this idea and then uh it that ends up crippling me and so my fear of failure was the failure yeah. because like if it stopped me, then it's like, it's going to, that's the actual failure. Yeah. So if you right. try it and you're experimental, then the failure is just the mindset Definitely. because it's like, sure you could fail a test, 
but did you really fail if you didn't like if you learn something and then you grow from it then is that even failure definitely so that's that's where i am and i'm like new into like business world and stuff so there's a lot of that that you got to balance and i'm all for like trying everything definitely well, I mean, and, and one of the biggest reasons why I asked that is, you know, you guys mentioned putting positivity into the world, you know, something mm-hmm. that you're actively doing through this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I can guarantee you right now that at least one of your listeners, if not more, is in that same situation, mm-hmm. you know, as yeah. far as um, I'm, I'm hesitant about doing this, like it could really level me up, mm-hmm. but like, sure. I'm just not sure about failing, yeah. you know, so for that person specifically out there that's listening to this podcast, like, what would you guys have to say to him or her? Dude, Okay. In the context of, like, asking a girl out, I remember this. And this is, like, rejection, the fear of rejection. And it's, like, really with anything. Um, But if you have – dealing with rejection is the hardest thing. I I think it's one of the hardest things for, like, men. I don't know how it translates to women because I'm not a woman. (laughs) Yeah. But it could, you know, and that that kind of rejection is, like – going to be crippling so yeah i love it yeah i love it no i think i I think of a context kind of um maybe more on the business side i think about like in terms of like think about like job interviews you know like that could be a real big fear of failure and i think about the my current job i have right now i'm a teacher i teach elementary uh, music and what was really neat is how i came to this job i interviewed for it And it wasn't from a position of need. It was like an exploratory thing. So like the job I have now, the opening came up and some people told me about it. Like you should go for it. And I was like, well, I'm actually really happy where I am. And I sat on it and I sat on, I sat on it. And then I finally applied and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to apply. And if I get an interview, great. If I don't no skin off my back, you know, I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. because I'm happy where I'm at. But then the interview request came in and where, where I teach at is highly, it's highly competitive. Um, you know, so like a job opens and like hundreds, sometimes thousands applicants from around the state, you know, come in. And, uh, and so I was like, you know, if I even get an interview, like I'll take it for the experience, but I probably won't get it. And if I don't, then I'm fine. But I feel like having that mindset, which is the only job interview I've ever had that I wasn't super nervous. And I wasn't like, desperate in a way um because i was literally like we'll just see how this goes that was like the best interview i ever had i was super confident and when they called to offer me the job it was kind of like oh yeah i mean it makes sense because you know i was and of course i was a little bit older i was probably going up against you know some people fresh out of college or some people like oh i need this i really got to get out of where i am you know and stuff so i've really tried to think about that um in terms of other scenarios you know and stuff like it's almost like tricking your brain but like getting to that mindset like if you're not confident then like fake it you know yeah and, and that's what i did for the hot wings so tell tell caleb give him the oh, yeah, yeah. just real quick yeah. like um we had a hot wings challenge uh kind of like the hot ones that show if you've seen that i have yeah and uh you've probably been on it no, nah. <laughs> that'd be so sweet. Well, we did it like that just to see like who would draft first for our NFL draft. Fantasy then, football, yeah, yeah for uh, yeah for the fantasy. And I came in, I was like, I'm just gonna be all confident. And like from from walking in, I made the decision that I was just gonna not even show like poker face, really good, totally. And then 
I think I ended up tricking myself or something. And you smashed because it. I did. Yeah, you killed it. And it was me versus this other guy, which he listens to us. So shout out Kyle, Kyle, new dad. Well, yeah. not new dad this is for you, Kyle. Like just um, recent, like had yeah. his third kid. Yeah, congrats, congrats Kyle. Shout out. Yeah, woot, buddy. Woot. <laughs> yeah. No, but I mean, I I just think it's kind of funny because I mean, let's see. If I use like a video game analogy, you guys, you guys oh, play yeah. video games, right? Yeah. So this is right in line. Okay. Rocket League. So think back to, I mean, just about any video game you played that had levels. Okay. And, mm. you know, when you're playing a video game with levels, you're going to encounter bosses. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's at least one yeah. video game. You guys are probably thinking of it right now with a boss that you just could not beat. Sonic. Okay. See, <laughs> see what I'm telling you? And then I did and, the next time. And you go up against this boss and you lose. And you go up against this boss and you lose. Yeah. But the thing is. Dude, does, or Sega, you go up to this boss and someone taps the console and it And freezes. it's game over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but just because you lost to that boss, does that make you any less willing or desirous to play that level again? I don't think so. No. no. Ultimately, no. 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 And yeah. I would even go as far as to say that. Maybe the, you rethink the, of the time and you just yeah. like reassess. Yeah. Re you adjust. Yeah re-strategize but i would go as far as to say it as the more times you lose to that boss the sweeter that victory is oh, when you beat sure, it right yeah oh okay so kind of like a pistachio like you gotta yeah. really work at it you <laughs> yeah. it and better. then you get the prize and you're like yes <laughs> no, but same, yeah it's the same thing with life you know mm. i mean just because we fail at something doesn't mean it's game over yeah you know right. I, I like that if anything it should just be motivation to keep trying because yeah the more you try, the sweeter that victory is going to be. Yeah. So I'd like for people listening, like I would say to you, if you're going through a failure right now, is just to stop and think and assess like what part of it is actually failure to you. Because yeah, if you can like pinpoint that, then maybe I, yeah. I don't know. I just think like almost all failure can be turned into not failure. Sure. Yeah. So like from the get go. It can be seemingly like, oh, without a doubt, it's failure. Yeah. But it's kind of like, like um, we're believers, and uh, in the Bible, like Same. it says, oh, cool, awesome, yeah, yeah nice. <laughs> but in in the Bible, like it talks about how God can use anything to and turn it to for His good mm -hmm. for those who love Him. Uh, mm -hmm. It's kind of like that. So it's like your failure is kind of failure. Until you decide in your head, yeah, <laughs> in the the mindset, the renewing of your mind to make it not a failure, yeah, because all of a sudden you've either learned you either learn something from it or you try again, because who says how many times you have to try something? And like if you're asking out that woman or vice versa, then try again, yeah, yeah. And what do you have to lose? Right. And, and I think that's huge what you just said. You know, learn from it. That's all it takes. Learn right. from it. Yeah. Try again. You know, I think failure is just a byproduct of effort. Yeah. yeah. If you're not failing, probably not trying. Well, and that's failure, true too. <laughs> failure is hard though. Like it, depending on what it is. And in the words of Thanos, you know, it turns your legs to jelly. Oh man. <laughs> and quality then, quote right there. Man. <laughs> failure. I know what that's like. <laughs> turns the legs to jelly. Something like that. Nice. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Do you, uh, so you like in game then I guess. Oh Yeah. No, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Nice. Marvel guy. Awesome. Caleb, do you uh do you happen to I know I know Jared does. Do you happen to like watch uh, Gary V at all? Any of his stuff? So I don't 
actively seek out his sure. content, but He'll yeah, find of you. course, you I, know I, who he is. Yeah. You've seen, oh yeah, yeah, no, Gar- yeah. Gary. Okay, do your impersonation. Yeah. Oh, it's not very good. Oh, yeah, oh we got to hear. Oh, We're not going gosh. forward until we hear this. See, I'm self. Talk about failure. I have a fear of failure at my Gary V because last time you I see, did it, guys, it was way the thing too high. About the failure is, man, I gotta tell you something, guys. No, see, it's not good. It's like I'm I'm in my head because last time I did, I was like way up here. It's like you know. And it's like, no, that's too high. I just, I can't get it. But it's in between those. It's the essence, <laughs> right? But where I was going with this was I saw a really good one this week where he was kind of talking about failure. And he was coming at it from like kind of a similar angle from where we are. But he was talking about how like when you're failing at something, I think he was talking about school. He was probably aiming it at like, you know, teenagers or whatever. But like if you're failing out of high school right now, or not, not out of high school, but like if school isn't your thing, that doesn't mean you're going to be unsuccessful. It's like, look at it as like, okay, this is what you're not good at, but focus on what you are and then have somebody else pick up that slack for you. So you can lean into what you are good at and be successful. He oh, kind of focusing on the strengths. Yeah, yeah. Focusing on your strengths and stuff. Cause he talks about all the time, like, you know, and I'm the same way. I don't seek him out, but I mean, if you're scrolling on reels or TikTok yeah. or whatever, I mean, Gary's there and he is super interesting. Occasionally he, I seek him out. Uh, yeah. I did at first. Cause I always listen to his podcast. I like him. He's, I feel he's like cool. that was like the, the big start for me yeah. in like, yeah. um, oh, dude, even like being a better believer. <laughs> yeah. Well, so he's super, like, he, he, he's super positive. Yeah. He preaches humility. Like I really like a lot of what he says. I think sometimes he's a little goofy, but like yeah. we all are. Sure. Um, but yeah, so I, I thought that was super cool though. Just this idea of like, and it really just tying it back into earlier stuff, you know, like our fear of failure is probably worse than any failure we actually would have mm. if we don't try. And then just this idea of like, when you're failing at something, you can kind of like whittle, whittle these things down totally. like what you are good at what your strengths are what you're passionate about yeah. i mean like man I, I dude i wish i had a gary v when i was in high school i wish that somebody like that was super because i mean, when i was in high school we didn't have social media like yeah. that was you know facebook was my freshman year of college and like yeah, basically and that was like the very beginning before you even had like a like a, a news feed so totally. you just literally could like mm. write on people's walls like so i man i would have loved to but then again it's probably like dude if i'm 15 i'm probably like who's this old guy like i'm not listening to that but <laughs> but seriously that'd be that would have been really cool like he's he's pretty motivational with with that kind of stuff yeah, yeah. i definitely think gary v is an acquired taste oh 100 <laughs> yeah but, but i mean that that aside i just think it's so important to have somebody that you're receiving positivity from oh, whether it's yeah. you know like a gary v or a tony robbins or yeah. you know just jesus it's like even people who don't believe there's so much like good right. yeah it's like things you know right, if, like right. if you find yourself in a negative headspace like sometimes you just gotta ask yourself oh, yeah. how much positivity am oh. i surrounding myself with right you know like is there a deficiency of positivity in my life if mm. so and it's probably a no Who are you around? Too. That's legit. Because that's a huge Exactly. Thing. You know, when and we were growing up and your parents were like, you yeah. are who you hang out with. Right. And we're like, oh, that's not true. And then you look back and you're like, okay. You're the sum of like the five people <laughs> you're closest to. Yes. Super smart. Yeah. Super smart. Yeah. Dude, can I, so can we steer this to uh, what you do? Yeah, absolutely. And I want to ask you, so uh, for our listeners, viewers, you are in the financial world. Correct. So tell us a little bit about that. And then I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. So right now I actually manage a financial planning practice um, out in Leewood, Kansas. And so what's it called? Uh, so it's with Northwestern Mutual. Okay. Yeah. So, Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's incredible. And, and honestly, the, 
the journey to get here, I think, is what's the exciting part of mm. what I do. Um, so if you guys want to allow me. Yeah, tell us about the I failures. I am curious. Be on oh, top of of yeah, course. Um, so so failure is definitely a prevalent theme um, okay. in the journey to get here. So basically, like I said, I grew up in Overland Park, yeah. um, went to school out there and everything. Go and skis. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man, we got some state championships under our belt. So, um, but basically I ended up right around the time I was about to graduate high school. I ended up actually falling into addiction. Oh, pretty, okay. pretty deep. Do you mind saying what? Um, yeah. So it was just about everything to be uh -huh. honest with you. So it was, I mean, alcohol, marijuana, cocaine, it was like the whole nine yards. Okay. Um, and so that happened like right before I graduated high school. And so thankfully I did graduate high school. Shout out. <laughs> um, but my mistake was I didn't go straight to college when I graduated high school. I was like, oh, I'm just going to take the world by storm. I mm. got this. I don't need no higher education. Mm. Um, and that didn't work out. Uh, okay. so I actually ended up sliding farther down the slope, started getting in legal trouble, couldn't keep a job, couldn't mm -hmm. keep friends. I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty nasty huh. to be honest. I'm, you're probably like, I never expect. Right? No, I wouldn't yeah, expect no. that. No, exactly. Not at all, um, yeah. And so basically I came to like a crossroads where I was like, um, okay, I'm either going to end myself up in jail mm -hmm. or dead, or I got to make a decision to take a hard right. Mm. Um, and so what I realized is that, and it's kind of what we were just talking about, the people you surround yourself with, mm -hmm. your environment. The only way that I was going to be able to make a change for the better was to take myself out of the environment. Mm -hmm. So I actually ended up leaving Overland Park and moved to Colorado. Where, oh, okay. Where I knew nobody. So it was just me versus so the world there. So majestic there. there. <laughs> so majestic oh, yeah. there. No, so I actually... Um, so I actually went into re a rehabilitation program when I got out there okay. to Colorado. Good for you. Cause oh, okay, yeah. like right, right um, when I got out there. So getting into that, mm -hmm. was that a struggle or you were just, no, it, it really wasn't because like I said, like I made a decision where I'm like, I need to change something now. And if okay. I don't, then I'm going to be too far gone. And do you so know, do you know, was it just like self-evaluation or I think it was, was God. Okay. To be honest with you, and this is something that I've thought about a lot, um, you know, because it's like, what did drive me? Yeah. And the more I think about it, there wasn't like a defining moment that made me be like, I need to make a change. I was actually, mm. so I don't remember the day, like I do a Taco Bell, but, <laughs> but, but I was, but I remember I was in my bed, in my room, it was about three o'clock in the morning and I was just laying there and I was just thinking, I'm so miserable right now. And I feel like I have so much potential to do just something better with my life. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily like potential to be great or be successful, but like put some good in this world, you know, mm. like make something out of my life, which I wasn't doing at the time. And so that's when I made the decision, probably one of the defining decisions in my life, but to ask for help. Yeah. And I think, you know, when you hear from people in recovery, like, that's a pretty common theme. Like when I asked for help, that's when everything changed. Yeah. Um, Was that hard? To oh, ask? yeah. Oh yeah. But it's like, it's like ripping off a bandaid, you know? And so okay. like, I actually, I actually drafted out this long message, uh, to my mother that was basically like, I need to go to rehab. Like I need mm. to make a change. I need to leave here, um, and just do something with myself. Mm. And I had it typed up and I wasn't sending it. And I'm like, 
Band-Aid, Caleb, Band-Aid, rip wow. it off, rip it off, boom. And so that's what sparked me leaving out to Colorado. Um, and so I was in a 30-day program. Um, on the 29th day in that program, I actually got accepted to University of Colorado, Denver. Hmm. So wow. we got about an hour of, commu- of uh, computer time each day yeah. in this rehab facility. And I would use that time to try to find a school for me to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I applied to CU Denver, which was about 15 minutes from where I was at the time. I got accepted. So the day after I got out of that facility it was my first day at college. And I was like, woohoo, let's go. Um, wow. And so... I originally thought I wanted to be an accountant. Okay. I was like, Uh yeah, yeah, bro. (laughs) So I was like, I love numbers. Like, this is going to be awesome. And I did one year as an accounting major. And I was like, this sucks. (laughs) I was like, this is terrible. Um, And so what I realized is that, you know, I loved math, loved numbers, loved finance. But I feel like the talent that I had was connecting with people. Oh, okay. Like I just, so had, where did, where did that come from though? Like the loving the numbers and stuff, loving the know? numbers. So I think it was more so an interest or a curiosity in money and how it works. And oh, the yeah. reason for that is because, so, um, I'm one of five, yeah. like I said, and we grew up in Overland park, which is pretty affluent community, right? Yeah. Right. We did not have money. So like we were because you were in Overland Park. Oh, like so. um, (laughs) So actually, me and my siblings were raised by a single mother who worked three jobs, went to school, um, did everything she could. Exactly. Shout out to you, mom. Um, But so like we never had a lot of money, you know. So I think as is the case with things that you don't have growing up, Mm -hmm. they tend to intrigue you. You know, you're curious about them like Mm -hmm. that. Um, and so I, I was always just fascinated with, you know, how do you save money? How mm-hmm. do you earn money? How do you invest money? How do you prepare yourself so that you don't find yourself in the same situation that we're in right now? Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the very, and this is before like even the thought of being a financial advisor had come across. Like I was just okay. like, I love money and that's it. Um, <laughs> but so after my freshman year of school, I started, uh, majoring in finance and I actually got, um, so I was the president of this academic fraternity that did insurance and risk management. Boring. Exactly, 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 exactly. Um, and so we, we did this professional development event uh, with Northwestern Mutual. And the representative that joined us for that event at the end of, uh, of our uh, resume builder event, she approached me and she's like, have you given any thought to what you want to do after school? And I'm like, No. i'm just trying to pass my classes but (laughs) but um she was like you should check out northwestern mutual i think it'd be an incredible opportunity for you um and so i was planning on joining out there in colorado but i actually ended up moving back here to overland park and started my practice in leewood so okay that's awesome it's been it's it was a very very long no looking back maybe a little bit i think the thing with looking back is it's important um, and like the analogy that I give is think about looking into your past as like a rear view mirror. Okay? okay. So when you're driving your car, you're not spending the entire time just looking in your rear view mirror, right? right. You're going to crash. Yep. Right. That's why, you know, we don't live in the past. Mm. Or even if you turn your head yeah. to look in the back. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> the rear view mirror is important. You got to glance at it every once in a while, right? It's good. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Same with our past. I drove it's without imp- it once. In Africa. So, you know, so, you know, (laughs) no, but so I think it's important to look back on our past, you know, and 
kind of analyze it, see what lessons we can learn, you know, yeah. just kind of self-evaluate. But I don't think it's healthy to live in your past oh, by any yeah. means. I right. think that's I think that's when you're staring at the rear view mirror mm-hmm. and that's when you crash. Because we talked about that a little bit about like, does longing for those good old days cripple us? Right. The nostalgia. Yeah. But yeah. But and yeah. And I think that. Yeah. And that's like good stuff. But then also like, yeah, like if you're dwelling on negative stuff and using that to like it build up your insecurity, basically, like, totally. like or even. Well, yeah, like I guess the same thing, like I'm not good enough. You know, I'm just going to fall back into old habits or blah, 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 blah. I'm sure yeah. I'm sure that was hard. Oh, yeah, totally. But I mean, it's like the more you look back at your life, the more you realize how many lessons you learned that you had no idea you were learning yeah. while you mm-hmm. were learning them. You know, and I just think that's yeah. that, that's just critical to our development is. You know, looking back on our experiences, our history, and just seeing what we can glean from it. Now, when you moved back, did you worry about um, and did it come true? Did you have any like triggers when you came back? Did you have that old crowd that you had to? Totally. That was that was the number one thing that made me anxious coming back. Sure. I'm like, it's it's like going on tour to Iraq, coming home to America Mm. and willingly going back to Iraq. Sure. You know, so it's like I was like am I going to do, you know, I was really worried about getting in with the wrong group. Right. And so I was like, before I come back to Kansas, I need to get my goals and my priorities straight before I even go back there. I need to know exactly what it is I want out of my life and what things I want to achieve. So if I can get those crystal clear, mm-hmm. then that's going to be my, my guiding focus. Yeah. I won't, you know, wander off into bad habits and all Smart. that. Um, mm. So it definitely took a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of alone time when mm. I came back. I was, oh, okay. you know, I was really worried about hanging mm. out with people, getting in the sure. wrong crowd, which was good for my progress, but also it's not healthy to, you know, not have right. social interaction. Kind of going so, too far. The, yeah. yeah. And so I think just, um, it comes down to just being crystal clear about your priorities and making sure that you're hanging out around the right people. Right. That's awesome. You know, like we said, you are who you hang out with. And so, mm-hmm. That's what it comes down to. So I just consider myself blessed to not only be here still, yeah, but to be in a position where I can actually produce some good for other people. Um, That's cool. You know, not just through my work, but also in my free time, you know, like with Bloom International. Yeah. Um, so like I'm our listeners don't know who that is. Oh, so international, <laughs> look them up online. I'm telling you, they're the truth. But um <laughs> so yeah, volunteering is huge for me. Um so I volunteer at uh the restart homeless shelter down in Kansas City oh, every Saturday. Awesome. So oh, wow. cool, it's dude. good. So I mean I I feel like the more I can keep my schedule packed with good things, the less room there mm-hmm. is for bad things. Dude, really and good, dude, I man. can attest to that because the reason I even met Caleb was because he was out serving with us yeah. Yeah. at our apartments and that's, with Bloom. So that's so good. Yeah. And then that's how I met him. And then I was like, dude, so come on the podcast. Moral yes. of the story is do your volunteer work because you might be on a podcast. It's true. You never know who you're going to meet yep. anywhere. Yep. That's so like true. even around the world, we're serving and we're like, this person wrote this book and they went to the same organization that we went to or like, Oh, this guy grew up with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Like I, I became friends with someone halfway across the world <laughs> and he awesome. grew up with Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Dude. They were neighbors. That's cool. That's crazy. I mean, it's, it's Small funny world. cause like you never know who's going to walk into your life and impact you. Yeah. You know, like tomorrow. Right. 
And on the flip side, you never know who you could impact just through your example, through oh, your definitely. words. So I always say like different people bring different things out in you. Mm. So sometimes it, like you might feel like you're a little, a little bit like a chameleon or something. Yeah. Um, but that's just because people bring different things out in you. And, and then people which, are complex. And yeah. And then mm-hmm. so which one is best for you then is really a, a good way to say it. Or, yeah. to, or to question it. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. one do you want to lead in, lean into? Yeah. Yeah. Who brings up the best in you? Well, right. Yeah. yeah. And then you hit 30 and you're like, uh, I know who I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know. <laughs> what I think is really cool about your story is like you. Uh, so like bringing it back to that idea of failing forward, you know, like after graduation, you know, the addiction, like, you know, big failure moment in life and stuff. But like what's cool, what came out of that is like the gift of like perception and like, like you totally, totally. what you're saying is basically like, you know, now that you have this like second chance and like, you're not wasting any of it. Whereas like a lot of us who don't have that story might not also have that perspective and just sort of like, you know, just are prone to like coast through life. And, you know, like maybe, maybe each day isn't as precious in our minds as it should be because we don't have that perspective. So I think it's really cool. Like, I mean, you know that, yeah, that perspective that you have on that. And then it's also inspiring to hear your story because it's like, man, like that, like every day is precious. And like, am I using my time in a way that is putting more good out into the world and stuff? That's really cool. And I think you just nailed a really good point right there at the end. You know, what am I doing with myself to put good into the world? Yeah. You know, I think, I like to think that the reason I'm still here is not for me to be successful or mm. for me to attain, you know, anything grand or yeah. anything like that. But I think the reason I'm still here is because I have the potential to impact others in a positive manner. It's awesome. Mm. I think, you know, that's. And you see that a lot, don't you? Oh, yeah. Be- of like course. Through money. Because that's a that's a big thing that it's, yes. it's hard for people to take a first step into even having someone give you ideas. Yeah. Right. Um, someone like me, I feel like I, I've learned so much like through Dave Ramsey stuff. Totally. And then didn't exercise some of it. So sure. there's probably other people out there like that. <laughs> and it took like a friend to invite us to talk to a financial advisor. And then we're like, you know what? I, I went into the meeting and I'm like, you know what? Um, I was thinking that we'll just hear him out, hear her out. Oh, it's okay. And then, uh, see what happens. But then we get to it, and then I'm the one, like, asking all the questions. Yeah. Because I'm, like, realizing there's actually a couple things I've always wanted to do, which was, like, get life insurance and figure that out and figure out Rose's, like, retirements. And because she used to work somewhere else, and she's put in retirement and then worked here, and we never got it transferred and all that. And can we backtrack and do that? And uh, so the financial advisor helped us through that. And then I was like, yeah, yeah. this is cool. Now nice. I feel good having life insurance. And like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's think, just knowing that that's there and uh, it's more important than Netflix. Security. And it's not yeah. that, not that like, right. I pricey. mean, I think money is such an emotional topic for it a lot is. of people because regardless of how you grew up, you have some kind of emotional connection to money. Yep. Whether it was, I grew up with a lot of it or I grew up with not a lot of it right. or anywhere in between. And so as is the case with emotional subjects, often people don't want to touch them with a 10 foot pole. Right. You know, they're like, I'd rather dance around. I don't Mm -hmm. want to really like address it because like I'm scared that I may be in a worse position than I am. Sure. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, like one of the huge priorities of my job is 
making money as logic of a conversation as possible. Yeah. You know, okay. just trying to take the emotion out of it. Cool. Because, um, I mean, even with investing, I'll give you guys an example of emotions getting in the way with investing. So I'm sure you guys have heard the mantra, buy low, sell high. Of course. Oh, I thought it was buy high, sell low. Nah. Well, but that's no why you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I provided some value today. <laughs> no, but it's so yeah, I know. I, yeah. <laughs> You're like... I got to go check uh, my actually, investment. But actually, there's probably a lot of people listening that don't even know what that means. Yeah, so if you don't mind that, saying that's that. That's a great point. Um, so when it comes to investing, obviously, the stock market is going to fluctuate up and down. And so when the stock market moves up, if you're invested in the market, you're, you're earning money. If the market is going down and you're investing in the market, you're losing money. Because what you're buying is a stock. Correct. Or Among other things. Yeah. yeah. And that stock's value just goes up and down. Correct. So that was the easiest way for me to like get my head yep. around it. Definitely. And I was like, oh yeah, so it's like buying a house. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like, so you want to buy it at a good price and then yeah. sell it at a better price. And so yep. theoretically, when you invest, you're hoping that the thing you invested in is worth more when you sell it mm-hmm. than when you bought it. Right. Yep. So. Not with tech. A lot of people. Yeah, so, <laughs> so, so a lot of people that invest, they know, okay, I should be buying low and selling high. That's logic. That makes sense. Of course. Right. Now, when emotions get into play with it, when oh, when, when somebody mm-hmm. sees the market ripping green, they're like, I don't want to miss out on this. Right. I got to jump on. I got to buy in. And so, yep. they, and so they buy they in. Buy in on the hype. And, and so it's... they buy in on the hype. And then when it starts going down, they get scared. They're like, right. oh my gosh, it's going to go down forever. Yeah. I have to sell out. So what do they end up doing? Buying high and selling low. Right. Yeah. Even though they know that the opposite is what they should be doing. So mm. that's just an example of emotions getting into oh, 100%. getting into investing. Those, oh, those pesky emotions, man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. So I we've got an expert in the room. We our second, no, our second episode. First, our first, our first episode was all about crypto. Yep. NFTs oh. and all that stuff. So I just, we, we, honestly, we're both kind of on opposite ends of the spectrum on this. But I think by the time we finish it, I was more um, open to the idea, just maybe not the way it's currently implemented. So just go wherever you want with this topic, but I'll just throw out crypto. What are your thoughts from an expert? Um, just uh, I'll leave it as open-ended. What are your thoughts? Great question. Um, so before I give you my thoughts, I will say that uh, since cryptocurrency is a decentralized asset, I'm not allowed to advise on it. So none of this is financial advice. Entertainment okay. purposes hey, only. See, remember? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Everyone always had to say that. Yeah, that's <laughs> Ent- legit. Thank yeah. you. Entertainment purposes only. Yes. Um, Good call. This is how I see crypto. I think that the money that you allocate towards crypto should be the same dollars that you would allocate towards the casino. Okay. If that's that makes awesome. sense. Dude, so that's, that's kind of where he yeah, <laughs> right, just, <laughs> just to elaborate on that a little bit more. I don't think you should bank your retirement on crypto, right? I don't mm. think that you should have a hundred percent of your assets in crypto. Sure. It's extremely volatile, you know? So right. the money that you allocate towards it, you should be willing to lose completely. Right. Like it, it shouldn't be where, you know, you're, you're banking. <laughs> I'm nodding too enthusiastically. But I, I do think it's such an interesting asset, um, you yeah. know, to explore and research and look into. Um, I mean, even just from a diversification standpoint, you know, having something to hedge against the value of the dollar. So when you crypto, say hedge against. Great question. You mean like build a, um, a wall, like a, a barrier. Correct. A so, so. 
Yeah, protection. Okay. That would probably be the word that I, that I would use okay. best for it. And thank you for reminding me to kind of, you know, go, in, go into yeah. detail with some of these things. Because, no, that's good. Um, yeah. yeah, so when I say hedge, I mean, let's say, for instance, the value of the dollar starts to drop for any reason. Sure. It already is, isn't it? Yeah. But exactly. it, well, it's kind of a roller coaster. Yeah, and so hedging that, you want something that's not tied to the dollar, which crypto Mm. fills that bill sure crypto Crypto's not asset. yeah exactly so it's decentralized it's not tied to a dollar value like that so mm. but for me personally it's kind of just my play money i don't right. allocate anything to it that would break the bank i'm not trying to get rich on it it's more sure. so just my very speculative dollar have right. you sold any crypto like have i like you bought, bought it, and sold you bought in the, yeah have you sold yes okay yep I didn't know if you just bought in and yeah. let it so let it boil. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I've actually got an, another funny story about crypto specifically. So this was back in 2014. Um, oh wow! Whoa! Okay, yeah. Dude, that's so you early. Guys, you guys know where this is going. So I wasn't even thinking about. So did my, you throw away a hard drive? <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I wish. Um, oh. So my friend and I, I don't know how we caught wind of it, but we somehow found out about Bitcoin and Ethereum. Huh. Okay. In 2014. 2014. So so we were yeah. juniors in high school. And we're like, we're like, yo, this could be huge, man. Like, and so we put each of us put a hundred dollars in Bitcoin and a hundred dollars in Ethereum. We sold like it. This gonna go. We sold it about two weeks later when it started dropping. Oh. And if I still had a hundred dollars in Bitcoin yeah. and a hundred dollars in Ethereum, I would have over five million dollars. Oh right now. my no gosh. Way. So oh. um but it's hard to dwell on that. You gotta like just go. Now, oh, just man, remember, the rear view is there to glance, yeah. not yep. to dwell. Yeah. We just yeah. give it a quick Man. peek. And Failure. <laughs> let me tell you what. <laughs> yeah. we, we learn and we keep going. Hey, you know, because that does remind me. Like that's a big thing. Is like dwell time has a lot to do with everything. So totally. Mm-hmm. Just like your example, it's like you can't dwell on that. No. Yeah. Way too long because that will cripple yeah. you, and your failure it's, will become greater. Yeah. yeah. It's it's stagnant energy. Yeah, dwelling. You know, you're not, you're not progressing. You're you're not even changing. Whether it's Mm -hmm. progressing or, digressing. That's the word. You know, it's stagnant. You're not moving when you're dwelling on something. And how does it serve you? You know, Mm. unless you're actively like trying to learn from whatever you're dwelling on. If you're just kind of basking in the emotions of it, that doesn't serve you. You know, so, but it's tough. Some things are definitely dwellable right <laughs> you know that's for sure and so it's just you know remaining conscious about those things and making sure that whatever you are choosing to dwell on that you're gleaning something positive from it because you're dwelling on it yeah that's good that yeah. is good man that's really cool man that's wild dude the yeah i was i was curious where where you'd come from with that so here's my other question i was you yeah. know talking to a financial guy what what are your thoughts on um on dave ramsey just in general he, he's been brought up so like th- this is seriously no this yeah. is a friend yeah, yeah. like you know totally I, he he rubs different people you know different ways and so i'm just curious and then my my follow-up to that is regardless of how you answer that are there um other people that you recommend that we you know we've talked about gary v a little bit yeah dave ramsey are there if if not you know those two already mentioned are there other people that you're like hey this person's pretty solid like totally. you should listen to their podcast or- yeah great, great questions um so to answer the first one i think as is the case with anything finance related nothing's really a one-size-fit-all sure you know what works for you might not work for me sure what works for me 
might not work for you. Mm. You know, so and Dave Ramsey's a snapback. <laughs> Such is the case with Dave Ramsey. Yeah. You know, d- depending on where you are in life, he's great for helping you pay down debt. That's mm-hmm. one thing he's great oh, yeah. on. Um, so I think that, you know, just kind of depending on what your priorities are, what things you want to achieve, sure. Dave Ramsey could be great for you. Other things, maybe not so much. I know that his um one of his big things is um to purchase term life insurance and invest the difference. Okay. Um in regards to protecting yourself while still um kind of growing your assets over time. Wait, what do you so what do you mean by that? Like Yeah, yeah. What does um, that mean? So when I say so for instance, um how can I phrase this? So, so term life insurance is yeah. just like 30 years or something. So, right? yeah. So term life insurance is going to last just for a specific term of time. Mm-hmm. There's different terms you can mm-hmm. get. You can get a 10 year term policy, yeah. 20 year, so on and so forth. But so how do you like invest a difference? Cause that's like a monthly cost. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Great question. So let's say that, um, that you have a hundred dollars a month and you need life insurance, but you also want to invest. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you would split. Yeah. So, so okay, Dave cool. Ramsey says out of that hundred dollars, Use a portion to get term life insurance, which is very cheap. Yeah. And then the remainder invested in the market. Oh, okay. Um, the other strategy you can use is actually um, purchase permanent life insurance, which is permanent. So it never runs out. And you actually build up equity within that policy that's guaranteed to grow. So depending on kind of who you are, what your priorities are, one may work for you and the other may not or yeah. vice versa. But so do you need to be in like a a fairly good financial point in life to do the full uh, term insurance or sorry. Yeah. The, yeah. The full the permanent the life. What do you, how do you call that? It's, it's insurance for life. Permanent, right? It's not the permanent. Right? I kind of want to hear you just keep on. I know. <laughs> <laughs> See where it goes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So not necessarily, um, you know, permanent life insurance, you can actually choose how much on a monthly basis you want to save into it because more often than not, the people that are purchasing permanent life insurance aren't purchasing it for the life insurance. They're purchasing it because you can actually use it as an investment. Mm. So we're going to get kind of high level here for a second. Okay, so let's do it. Yeah. Buckle Ooh. in. Dive in. We're <laughs> curious. That was, that was my Mario jump. <laughs> <laughs> so... When you s- like, Whoop. <laughs> I can't do it. Okay, yeah. So when you save money into a permanent life insurance policy, it builds up equity within the policy. Okay, and equity. S- equity is basically like ownership or assets. So think it's like the um, like owning a home, kind of. You know how when you pay your mortgage, your you build up is, equity in your home. Sure, it's the value mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Value. So another word for equity would be cash value. Okay. So for instance, like think of it, it's very similar to like when you purchase a home and you're mm-hmm. making your, your mortgage payments, you build up equity in that home, right. you own more and more, you can access cash. Because over home. time it becomes Correct. worth more. Yep. Right. So such is the case of permanent life insurance as well. As you save money into a permanent life insurance policy, you actually grow equity within it that's liquid, meaning it's accessible to you. Oh, is that equity because you're putting more in though? So the equity is actually because permanent life insurance pays dividends. Oh. Yeah. Are they using it for investing? Yep. And so, then they pay back dividends because correct. they're so, borrowing the money? So um, with public companies, when I say public companies, think Nike, Amazon. Sure. Okay. Like they companies, have a board. and Companies that you can buy stock in. Yeah. Stock yeah. In. Those are public companies. So at the end of the year, if that company makes a profit, which they hopefully do, 
then they kick back a portion of that profit in the form of dividends to their shareholders. Okay, yeah. Now, Northwestern Mutual, my company, they're not a publicly traded company, so they don't have stockholders. Mm -hmm. So instead of giving our dividends at the end of each year to stockholders, which we don't have, we fork them over to policy owners. Mm. So individuals that save money into permanent life insurance. So as they save dollars into this space, they become eligible for dividends, which get reinvested into the policy. And so it grows. It's almost like the thank you for closed business, but actual rewards, right? <laughs> Great BNI plug. Yeah. That was that was incredible. Right there. Seamless. It's, it's just a reward for yeah, exactly. Saying, nice. I mean, saying, thank you for being it's, here and holding this. Exactly. It's it's free money at the end of the day because you need the people to make that pool, right? Yep. So exactly, yeah. it's win win. Yeah. So okay. to, to to loop all the way back to to the first part no, yeah, of the yeah, original yeah. I, question, I've enjoyed this going. Um, Dave Ramsey, great for certain people, not sure. for others, okay. as is the case with just about any financial person. But uh, the back half of your question, who else is out there? Yeah, who do you recommend? Who, who, um, yeah. I what know a good that, memory. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you really <laughs> yeah. do. Hey, we are we hey, are jumping around with money then. lily pads, man. We're just okay. jumping I around love the pod. It. Yeah. Um, there's some really great people out there. Um, once again, based off your personality, based sure. off your priorities, what you want to learn. Um, one that I really enjoy, his name's Ed Milet. Okay. He has a podcast called The Ed Milet Show. Okay. Very easy Clever. to. Clever. Cool. But, um, but have you been on his podcast? No. Well, and come so, on, Ed Milet or Ed, whatever it's called. Ed, Shout out, Ed. If you're listening. Or Ed. Sorry if I. These guys I got to me wrong. first, so you missed your shot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, so Ed Milet's great. Um, so he, like I said, he has a podcast and he brings on all different kinds of people from That's cool. artists to authors to athletes. Um, I just listened to yeah. one the other day. He was interviewing a guy that has climbed Mount Everest twice. Oh, he was wow. the first person to cross Antarctica Whoa. solo. Um, so that would be a cool story. He'll interview, <laughs> you know, financial people every once in a while, but a majority of his stuff is more like self-help stuff. Just kind of like learning yeah, about the motivation world. But, um, okay. If you're looking for more like finance driven, my favorite is Tony Robbins. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. If that yeah. name rings a bell to oh, you guys. Yes. So Tony Robbins actually wrote my favorite book. It's called Money Master the Game. It's a smacker. It's like this thick. It's like a Bible. It's nice. like Harry Potter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and basically, it doesn't it, have pictures. It doesn't. It's no Size longer my favorite font. book. <laughs> yeah. Double space. Yeah. yeah, but so so in this book, he basically goes around and he interviews the most financially successful people on the earth today. So think people like Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett. Yeah, is, Warren Buffett. Um, uh, Sir John Templeton, who's a famous investor, mm. all these, mm. all, all these incredibly financially successful people. And he basically just picks their brain and yeah. he writes a book about the things that they tell us, which raises the question, if you're interested in money at all, why would you not read a book like that? Right. You right. Know, it's like, I mean, it's similar. It's like, think if, if you it's were probably a on audible too, if you oh, don't yeah. listen yeah. or if you don't read. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think it's content. so, I mean, this is actually kind of a cool concept to think about, but there are all these successful people on the face of the earth today in all different walks of life, industries, whether it's yeah. finance, sports, art, acting, all these different professions. And a lot of them write biographies, autobiographies about themselves. Right? Sure. Or what about um, Al biographies coming up? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so AI. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, AI autobiography. AI, oh my God. I, I, I autobiography. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, but, <laughs> I like that he goes along with it, dude. You, yeah. yeah. That's our AI check for this week's episode. There we go. We talked about crypto. We've talked about AI. Stay tuned for Batman. I was just about to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we've got all these incredible people that write books about their life and all, oh, the, yeah. all their secrets and all the tips and tricks they had to be successful. Why don't we read them? So smart. <laughs> you yes. know, it's like it's hmm. like there's all these books out there of people that like have found the most high level of success. And it's sure. basically like they're giving us the roadmap. And it's right. like all we gotta do is crack open a book. And we can't mm. hang or out with them, but we or can audible. Yeah. But we can exactly. read. Yeah. So literature, read your books. And a lot of people are that's good. Like uh books are for long form. Um if you're into the short form, which we are that kind of world. Dude, go follow these guys on TikTok. Totally. That's true. I bet they are on there. Like yeah. I've seen Tony Robbins yep. stuff on there. Yeah. The clips, even if it's just someone else. And like you can like put it in your algorithm and then you can already it you can't escape it. It's that's just true. Gonna, it's just gonna find you. Definitely. And then that's a good way to like at least get nuggets and then that can create the desire yeah. for you to want to go and do the long form. And same can be said with like the positivity that we were talking about earlier. How much positivity are you exposing yourself to? Right. Well, oh, true, you can yeah. talk about yourself with something oh, like yeah. TikTok. You yeah. know, if you keep hearting positive messages, then every time you open TikTok, yeah. you're going to get positive messages. Right. Do you do TikTok? No, <laughs> I don't. Do you consume TikTok? No. Okay. No. So I have held out on downloading TikTok for the longest. And it's fun. Okay. <laughs> Here's my reason why. You guys will understand why when I tell you. So Don't say China. Let me, <laughs> let me give you some of the phrases that people have used to describe TikTok and trying to persuade me to get it. Okay. <clears throat> this is fun. Caleb, it's incredible. It learns you and your personality and gives you more of what you want. No, from me. <laughs> Caleb, it's super addicting. Like you'll hop on it for one minute and before you know it, it's been three hours. Oh yeah. That's, that's a key word good. based on knowing your story. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, for me. So I'm like, this sounds like mm. a, a death trap for me. You sure. know, like it's just something that I know it is going to consume my time. But then don't tell me you do reels. You got me. <laughs> Facebook Reels. Yep. Dude, your story, story last is week. the same <laughs> last week. Verbatim. I, I, I don't remember. It's been like probably, I don't know, like it's six months almost, ago. Because yeah. I'm a big Facebook guy. Six months ago, like probably saw the first Reel that I, that I noticed. And then I was like, what? And then like trying to swipe it away. Kept going through. And I got you just sucked in like yeah. a long time. And so then, like, before I knew it, reels are, like, daily thing. And then Jared would make fun of me because, like, I'd be like, oh, man, have you seen good the newest? It is good. It's funny peer pressure. I'd be like, oh, man, you know, like, on TikTok, and I'd, like, reference some, like, sound or dance. He goes, dude, that's literally, like, two years old. And I was like, what? And it's like, yeah, like, the stuff on reels is, like, way old. And so then for the for the Curiosity Dudes podcast, we made a TikTok because we wanted, we we snatched up the name on everything. Just you know, whatever. When, when this to go ahead and get up. the handles, yeah, to get the handles. Well, they don't have that anymore. Yeah, darn it. <laughs> we got our hot missed mail. opportunity. Yeah, uh, we have our Ask Jeeves domain. No, uh, but uh, that's so, that's, that's a text thing. That's a that was like a bad search engine. Dude, I remember Butler. that. Oh my gosh. Um, but anyway, so I finally was like, you know what? I'm gonna download it. And well, and I also got another buddy that always sends me the TikTok. Like I could yeah. watch them, but shout then, out to Jarrett, Jarrett, Jay, what's up? But, um, yeah, just big shout outs. Uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those, like, I definitely didn't want to add it to my daily consumption, but it is, the algorithm is a little bit cooler and it's a little bit, it's a little bit more tailored. And, uh, 
you can also it is really nice like kind of like what you're saying like making sure since i'm starting a new algorithm like with getting it for the first time like i am harding like the stuff Definitely. that i want to see yeah, intentional and, and like yeah. getting rid of the stuff that i don't yeah because you can hold cool. it down and say not interested yeah yeah so that's been really good and it's fun too because like Jared makes TikToks. So like I'll be scrolling, it'll be like Gary V. And then like there's this like a uh, retro video game shop. Uh shout out DK Oldies. I don't know if you've ever seen their stuff, but it's this really positive guy. Like I really like his vibe and the people that work there. And it's like he basically just films like people's orders and he always throws in like a fun gift if you uh if he picks your order. And it's fun to see like people buy like a Sega Genesis bundle. Totally. And it's just mm. fun like looking at their warehouse. It's like, here's where we keep the Sega Genesis next to the NESs, and here's a Nintendo 64. It's like That'd be so cool. But, um, <laughs> but like, it's fun because, like, I'll be watching, like, stuff like that. And then, like, Jared will pop up, like, him and his kids. Like, oh, wow, that's fun. And it's like, <laughs> Jared's like, famous. I know that guy. <laughs> like, they've, been, they've been pretty good at, like, if you're local, they'll they'll kind of send it to your yeah. people. Yeah. So I'm not trying to persuade you to get it. But oh, no. it's just funny because your story <laughs> is so similar yeah. because, yeah, I've, I have I have the same thing. I'm like, I'm reels only. And, and I still like watching this. <laughs> it's just funny. So, but yeah. Whatever we can do to justify our habits. <laughs> oh, that's for real, dude. That's for real. It's like, it's like, hey, I won't consume TikTok, but I will consume the great value version. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly great value TikTok. <laughs> that is awesome. That's so good. It's like yeah. the, the reheated stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah, it is. No, it has its TikTok. own culture to it because I started doing some reels as, as well, mm-hmm. and uh, it has its own culture a little bit. There were some things I ran into, but um, dude, TikTok was the start of it, and I know they started different, and then they had some bad uh, reputation based yeah. on the conspiracies, and we don't know what was actually true or not. But yeah, um, dude. If it's like all good stuff, then what's so bad about it? But we did mention like too much of a good thing can actually be bad. Everything in moderation. Yep. And you can do like, you can set timers to kick yourself off. Mm -hmm. And this is one guy, dude. Okay. I actually was on like probably 10 minutes too long. We don't have a TV in our bedroom. And so we'll do some TikToks. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll just roll over and watch Rose's TikToks. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's kind of more fun to like share an experience. Yeah, that's cool divide the other way but anyways i was i was scrolling probably 10 minutes too long and this guy shows up he's like big fit guy and he goes he's like cussing and everything he's like hey you go to sleep <laughs> and you're like, you heard me up and go to sleep and like <laughs> It was funny. It showed up on my algorithm. Well, bro, I'm going to hit the old dusty trail. (laughs) I don't know how it is on reels and stuff, too. But on all social media, there's a lot of negativity, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, And you'll find it on TikTok. But there's so much rallying and people, like, encouraging other people on TikTok. Yeah. I've even seen some of those ones where people are asking for help. And they shouldn't ask on TikTok. Or on social media. It's kind of effective. <laughs> but they do it, and then it does become effective. Yeah. yeah. People like, like I them. hope they're asking somewhere else for a professional, but then uh, there's so much people that, I, like, I've, I've seen some where they're, like, they're crying because they were about to, like, kill themselves and stuff. Oh, wow. They're, like, deeply depressed. Oh, wow. But then the comments were so good. Uplifting. And yeah. very uplifting, and then they, they responded to the comment, and you can see the video. So you, you always got to check cool. the comments. Yeah. And you go in there and you can click on the link to the next video of the yeah, follow up. And the then story. You hear the story unravel in a good way. And I yeah. love that. 
And I see a lot of that on TikTok. I don't know if it's on Reels or anything else. I haven't. I haven't run into that. It's it's like the most... I I almost sound like an ambassador for TikTok. You're cool. But it's like... It's the most social network that Mm. I've seen. Because it's more vulnerable, maybe? Because it's like you're getting the full, like... You're not just reading words. Like, it's easy to hide behind your words. And it's not about how good you are, how good the video and polished it is. It's like ugly video. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to call it. (laughs) That's that's what, like, Facebook stories and... Which is actually Snapchat stories first. That, like, started becoming ugly video is good. It's fine. Because people only care about the story and the content. Right. And then... Now it's like become a real thing, and then TikTok pushed it to the next level. Yeah, but I think I like that. With all social media, it can be either an incredible tool, yeah, or yep. it can be an incredible weapon to shoot yourself in the foot. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, and it all just kind of depends on because that's what it is. It's a tool. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's like how you use it. Yeah. Oh, I know. What I think so interesting about that too is I think about the fine line uh, between motivation and then discouragement because, like, you can watch like people like with their cooking and barbecue videos and stuff or like people that like build things and like they're really good with like, you know, fixing stuff. And it could be like one of those, like for me, at least I know what I catch myself is I, I am on that fence line and there's sometimes like, man, like I really want to like, get out the pots and pans tomorrow and get these ingredients, like recreate this. Cause I'm not a cook like in our yeah. house, like my wife cooks and I clean. So like, that's like we divide that up and <laughs> I enjoy the cleaning aspect and she enjoys the cooking. So it works all out. Oh, awesome. But sometimes I'm like, man, like that'd be really cool. Like to do that. Or like, man, I want to just tackle this home project, even though I'm not handy at all, but <laughs> it can also bravery in, brother. <laughs> I know. And I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm wise enough to not do that. But like, it could also, if I'm not careful, could lean into like this never ending uh, keeping up with the Joneses. Like, man, like I would never be able to do it like this guy does. And I would yeah. never I would never be as buff as that guy yelling at me to go to sleep, you know. So, like, <laughs> so why even start circling it back to that kind of fear of failure? So I think for a lot, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people, TikTok and Reels and social media in general can really turn into that really quick. It's the comparison game. Comparison is the thief of joy. And it's so easy when we're all putting our lives out. And then it's like that inauthentic life too, you know, like we, we yeah, share the, show best the best picture. Hide yes. the rest. Yeah. Share Just, the best. Hide the yeah. rest. Show I the mean, best, how often rest. do you see on Facebook, you know, somebody saying, Oh, just lost my job or, you know, something terrible happened to me or, you know, it's like. There might be often, that one person. Yeah. Right. But more often yeah. not like 98% of what we put onto social media is the good parts of our life. Sure. And then when you see it from everyone else, you're like, why is everybody else's life perfect? Right. And mine's not. How can oh, they afford they, yeah. to go on that vacation? Yeah, Man, I exactly. wish we could be there right now. And, the, or, and, yeah. and when all you're seeing is vacations and you're like, yeah, oh my gosh, everybody's going on vacation and like, I'm yeah. not. And it's just like, what am yeah. I doing wrong? And Their it's kids like, are so well behaved. Look at yeah. how they pose for that picture. Exactly. So <laughs> my kids know. would never do that. And if you, if you know that, then you're like, you're aware of yeah, that yeah. and you have that mindset you can go into it and then you enjoy social media a lot right. more because now you're like i'm gonna put i like putting social back into social media mm-hmm. it, it's like been media i've been doing this lately <laughs> so it's like people it. people are on there i'm like i'm gonna hit like you have no idea what a comment can do yeah. for someone so mm-hmm. even just saying hey dude the deck is looking really good that's awesome yeah um i don't know and then uh I, there is a flip side on that which is like um if you're content creator the more you engage and be a user mm, yeah the more likely you are to be like pushed out sure so yeah. um 
It's like you give support. You, you didn't support. like my cat photo, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> my Facebook algorithm is bad right now, though. It's it's like it's your least. It's only the select probably, right? few, and like I don't see a lot of. Do you put a lot out, Drew? Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but you know, probably because like I don't know that I even stuff. see your stuff. I see you comment. It'll be like Drew comment. Yeah, on weekends, you know, and stuff like you know, just what I. The reason I always say like I'll never get rid of Facebook is like it's so nice to have like all of my family, all of Holly's family in one spot. I can we can throw out pictures of like what yeah. the kids are doing and just sharing our life. I I love you know. Just practically, I love sharing our podcast, you know, stuff out oh, now yeah. that we're getting active. I love sharing like what our church is doing so like people can see, you know, like um, just what we've got going on and just letting people know. Like, I mean, it's not as good as a personal invite, but it's like, you know, throwing something out there. Let people know that they're welcome, giving people an option. Yeah. Seeing what's going on. So I love it for that social aspect of it. Yeah. But yeah, the algorithm's weird, dude. Like it, it's, you know, um, I don't know. It's easy to unfollow people. You know, I, I'm thinking I'm thinking ahead because we've Dude, got yeah, elections coming up. So it's like, man, that's who, mean. you know, oh, yeah, who do you hide? Mean. Who do you mute? I mean, 2016 was like, oh, I think my. everybody's friends list dwindled yeah. quite a bit. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what side you're on. So this is not picking a side at all. Like literally, like you could be <laughs> this side and be like, oh, yeah, because yeah. of them. But then you could be over here like, oh, yeah, he's talking about them. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like just people just you know yeah so i don't want to sound political but i i i hate when someone makes you try to pick a side yeah and i hate the phrase the lesser of the evil Uh, (laughs) and i hate when people say well that's just the way it is you have to do it i don't like it either yeah we have to yeah do we that because that mindset yeah we do right but I I always like a third option. That's a beta <laughs> mindset. Yes, because there's like a third option. even in like even in like leadership or if you have a team or anything like mm-hmm. that, and it's like they can present a problem with you, and they might present a couple of options for the solution, and then you don't like either off either option, you know. And they right. well here here's the third option. What about the what, back what's pocket the third, third option? Yeah. <laughs> and then, and you think outside the box a little more and that's what NASA had to do. Really? Like when people are up in space, Apollo, what was that one? Apollo, uh, Apollo 13? Uh, Tom 13. Hanks? Yeah. Yeah. Like that movie. Kevin, have you Man. seen that? I have not. Epic. It's pretty good. And I believe it's very true to what, it, what happened. And yeah, they had to like make something out of what they have. Yeah, that's based on the true story. That probably came out. They didn't so you have were a born lot. 96. I think it was probably, I don't know what, 94, 93, maybe 95. It was probably, it was in that wheelhouse. So classic, classic yeah. Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, I, uh, I would be remiss if we didn't uh, bring up the final topic that we uh, talk about every week. The real, probably in some ways, maybe more important than anything we've discussed. Uh, um, who's your favorite Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going somewhere. <laughs> so Caleb, uh, favorite Batman, favorite Bruce Wayne. Are they the same? Are they different? Christian Bale. For both? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Okay. Favorite Batman movie. Ooh. This is going to sound favorite, not what you think this people is, think. This right, is, right. This is going to sound really mainstream. Can I guess? Yes, you can. The Dark Knight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We've all but said that. But it's not because of Christian Bale. It's because of Heath Ledger. It is. Yep. So is, is the like, Dark Knight a Batman movie or is it a Joker movie featuring mm. Batman? I think... <laughs> Me and Drew had this debate. I, I know. I think... You're the third. Okay. They had... 
all the greatest intentions in making it a Batman movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that's that's what they tried to do. Heath Ledger just had other Oh yeah. you know, he just came in and he stole the show. And what yeah, there's the phrase. Yeah. What an, that's exactly what Drew said. And yeah. You are lying the, to yourself if you if you like that movie because of anything besides the Joker. I mean, everybody who claims that movie, yeah, it's it's a hey, it's because of the Joker. Was that intentional? Think of it. The Joker. He's having a laugh. Because he stole the glory he stole from Batman. the Batman movie. It's pretty <laughs> That's oh. pretty deep. I wouldn't put it past Christopher Nolan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would probably think that way. Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. good. What I, don't forget um Two Face. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. And we always do. Harvey yeah. Dent's a big part of that too. I uh what we've talked about this before, but I, I think and and maybe see, I just want to see if this was accurate in, in your circle. What we found with the Dark Knight was interesting was like um, women in our life or or not even just women, but like people in our life that weren't necessarily like comic book or superhero people will claim that movie and love that movie. Mm-hmm. Did you find that like in your circle growing up, like maybe your friend group I at the time? So. Or, yeah, that's what's really yeah. cool. Like that, that movie seems to transcend. Like you don't really have to know a ton of Batman mythology or lore to like get sucked into this movie mm, and it's yeah. the middle of a trilogy, but like it's in a lot of ways, it's very standalone. Definitely. Yeah. I think it's an epic choice. Don't that's, it might be cliche, but cliches are cliche for a reason. So I haven't had the chance to see the patents in Batman. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Thoughts. Okay. We got a podcast about this. Go listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. I mean, really, and that's way, all folks. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah. I mean, I liked it. I, I don't know if it's okay. So, I liked it, but I didn't watch it in the way that I should have in that I watched it in chunks over like two or three days. And so not optimal yeah. uh, viewing, but because we realized I that it. like the environment you're in can affect the yeah, how totally. you like a movie. Yeah. yeah. I wish I would have seen it with Top Gun. I just heard oh, yeah. such mixed reviews on each end of the spectrum yeah. from my friends that I wasn't really sure how to. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I should probably form my own opinion of it and just go see exactly. it myself, you know? Sure. Yes. But, like, I mean, I had people come back and say, best Batman ever. Mm. And some people said that it was just a little bit too dark and yeah. gloomy. And sure. emo was a yeah. word that yeah, was used a lot. It was emo and depressing kind of <laughs> yeah. feel. But it was very cinematically yeah. shot. Like, everything looked like a concept art. If yeah, never seen those. Yeah, you know? it's beautiful. And, I mean, um, I, I think it makes sense to kind of switch up the... Slow. the cinematic approach oh because if you're going to change batman probably have it be a little bit different you know you don't want different batman same and fun fact they use like a 150 dollar lens in that um, really batmobile falling on a budget i know (laughs) (laughs) shout out if anybody is a filmmaker and you know uh the helios 442 that's what they used on the the uh, when the penguin was driving away it's in the trailer and the explosion and they have that shot and he's like i got him yeah remember that that's awesome 150 bucks so (laughs) caleb have you seen all the batman films like so have you seen like you know tim burton 1990 batman negatory ghost rider okay so that i think that would (laughs) skew i think i think that would skew also as well um, so, and, and, and you have seen them all, but you, it's just been a long yeah, time, I, right? I would need to rewatch them. Yeah. And then how can I rewatch them with it's like, I know it's going to be weird. Feel. I, I do have the benefit. I mean, I grew up on, you know, the, the OG Batman returns is probably 
one of my absolute favorites because it's very nostalgic and I love the aesthetic of it. So I highly recommend if you are going to go back and watch one, I'd highly recommend Batman Returns. Um, are they all on like HBO Max? Uh, probably. Uh, but for Batman Forever, it goes off the rails and Batman and Robin is like comically bad. So I would slot Robert Pattinson's <laughs> Batman probably definitely above forever and Batman and Robin. I don't know if I would put it above. I know well, I know I wouldn't put it above Batman returns or the OG. And then, I mean, the Christopher Nolan trilogy is great. Like, I mean, a lot of people don't really talk about Batman begins, but a great origin story. Yeah. Super cinematic, just wonderful film just by itself. And then um, that one, I like you wanting to watch too. the dark Knight. Yes. Which, which really, I feel like Dark Knight's way more rewatchable because like, okay, he's Batman. Here's the action. Joker's great. Mm -hmm. But Begins, yeah, don't sleep on Begins. And I enjoyed Dark Knight Rises. I thought that movie was great, too. I thought it was really cool. It's not as memorable as a Dark Knight. But like, dude, when you set the bar up here, I mean, like nothing's going to hit that. So I wouldn't I don't think I could put Pattinson above above any of those. But that does. But I that doesn't mean that it's bad, though. Like, I think. Maybe I've said this before, so I apologize if I'm being cliche, but Batman's kind of like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still pretty good. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Even when it's bad, yeah, it's it still is. pretty good. I mean, you know, come on, dude. Like a, a thing left out hot while, you'll still eat it. <laughs> yeah, for real. You'll still eat it and you'll be like, yeah, you know, it's maybe it not my first choice. It yeah. does the job. I mean, Batman's Batman. I got can, greasy hands and cheese on my fingers. Come on. I'm feeling good, baby. <laughs> can I add something new to the Batman discourse this week? I have consumed some hmm. new Batman content this week that I would like to share. So HBO Max, um, we've talked about it before. There's uh, these Warner Brothers like animated. They a lot of times they'll take the uh, the OG comics and they animate them. And, you know, it's spooky season, depending on when you're listening to this and um, depending on when this comes out. Uh, But uh, in their Halloween collection on HBO Max, I noticed there was one animated one. It's called Batman, uh, The Long Halloween, and it's a part one and part two. And so Hmm. I've only watched part one. It's like an hour and a half. Part two looks like it's going to be the same, but it's got Joker. It's got um, the Falcone crime family. I I knew nothing of this story. The animation's not great. So it it does the thing in kind of um, not great animation where like the characters in the background are like really still. You know what I mean? Like they didn't Hmm. take the time to fully animate it family in the dark Knight. they are yeah, yes the yeah. falcon crime family yes exactly and uh it, it deals with them and so i'm not going to go huge into the plot but harvey dent's a part of it um it's it's nothing that's been tackled in any of the other stuff and i mean at this point in life i'm not going to sit and read the graphic novels i'm just not i might read the synopsis on like wikipedia or something but uh it's been really it's a cool way to read it's almost like an audiobook but for comic books but it's way more visual so I, uh, yeah, I don't know if either of you have seen that one yet, but I am currently enjoying it and they have a ton of animated Batman content. And so I know what I'm going to be diving into over these next several weeks. Mm, So I'm excited. Cool. My holidays. Yeah, for real. real. (laughs) I mean, you know, as much as it can, you know, I'm still working on better call Saul, but like, it's nice to have that kind of supplemental. Like, I don't feel like, well, here, here's here's the mistake, you know. I, I started. It's not a mistake. I say that jokingly. Started Better Call Saul with the misses, and it doesn't always work itself out in our schedule to watch at the same time. So we're going through oh. that one at a snail's pace. Versus if I Dude, watched okay, on my so own, if I'd she falls asleep now. and you finish the show, oh, I would never do that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. No, you've done that. I, I, I mean, does she fall asleep where you can't see her? 
Oh, so like if we're watching on the couch. She falls asleep. If she falls asleep, it's like, oh, you were asleep the last 20 minutes? Come yeah. on. Yeah. So then what do you do? Is it your show all of a sudden? No. Some people think that. I'll tell oh. her the next day or I'll be like, okay, I didn't realize you fell asleep. Here's what you missed. She doesn't care and as much as I do. And then do you rewatch it? that portion back together i would if she wanted to i always give her the option i'm like oh, hey but I you just fill her in with what happened <laughs> usually she's cool she's not nearly as passionate about like content as okay. i am i'm a i was curious i'm about a that. film guy There's such a delicate guy. balance of it streaming is. etiquette it, when you're in a relationship it is <laughs> so delicate it for real must be respected tip-toe, tip-toe, <laughs> yeah. or like our rule is like if you watch an episode like if it's our show and you watch an episode without the other person, you have to be willing to watch it again. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. I think that's just a given. Yeah. yeah. But then also I don't, I just won't say because <laughs> if you say it, then they'll be like, Oh man, I think it's a, it's a really, really the balance is when you're starting something new. Cause then for us, it's like, you have to like broach the, Hey, um, I really want to watch this. Do you have any interest in this? And then she could sort of be like, yeah, like I'd watch that with you. Like, okay, cool. That'll be our show. But she's like, nah, go ahead. Yeah. Like score. So then that, <laughs> yeah. in, in a lot of ways, I'm kind of like, please say no, please say no, yeah. please say no. Cause yeah. I know I'll just like go through it. And enjoy yeah. it. So I was like that with rings of power. Like, yeah. I, like Rose liked the Lord of the Rings and we watched all the hobbits and mm-hmm. we went through that whole, um, what do you call it when it's six? I'm going to stop because I'm whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm going to butcher it. I'm not. Gonna, oh no, that it would be. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. the trilogy set. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we went back through those during like those lockdowns and stuff. Oh yeah. It's a good time. And Rose likes those, but the rings of power. I'm like, dude, this is awesome, Rose. You got to watch it. Do you want to watch it? Like I was willing to rewatch that first episode, but then. Yeah. It's, it comes point. down to like, We've been so busy with time yep. and yeah. we don't know the last, like we used to have like a night mm-hmm. we would always have like after eight because yeah. kids are in bed. That was our time. And then now it's like hit or miss at yep. least during this season. It's a season. Yep. But, and sometimes it's like, you know, the timing is there, but it's just like, man, like I, I would just rather, I'd rather scroll TikTok for a little bit or yeah. I'd rather, you know, be in my room quietly. Like I just, I've peopled all day and I just need some space. And yeah. Stuff like or that. You don't want to like dedication to like, Oh, how long is this movie? Two right. hours. They're all two hours now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> my word. <laughs> they're like, fine, I'll watch stranger things. And then you, you're like, Oh wait, this is an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so funny. Got how timing and then you'll watch different. like three episodes and you're like, Oh shoot. <laughs> yeah. I could have watched a, what yeah. have I done? <laughs> do you know that TikTok sound? Like, I have to up. <laughs> no, I actually haven't gotten that one. We're yet. still on reels. We'll, oh, we'll, get, we'll get in about two years. Two years. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Jared, I finally got that sound. Did you ever like accidentally Remember game? in 2022? Yeah. <laughs> like back when you would game and you didn't like have a lot of responsibilities and you would like, you'd be like, what time is it? Oh, it's four in the morning. <laughs> and it was okay. Yeah. That was the thing. Like there were no repercussions. Like it was just, it's yeah. four. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like it's four. Yeah. Oh, I got to go to work in the morning or like, uh-huh. oh, I got to wake up my kids here in a few yeah. hours. Oh man. It's like, oh, it's four. I got three more hours to play until I have to go to school. <laughs> <You> <laughs> know, like, Guess I'm going to be tired today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that rules. Yeah. Dude, Kale, this has been fun, man. Yeah, absolutely. Good. It's Worth been a while. good time. I wasn't sure what to expect, but. 
It was better than expected. Oh, that's awesome. good. So, awesome. Keep those bar, keep that bar low, my friend. And we'll, we'll, we'll clear it every time. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep just vaulting right over. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. No, I think you guys are doing something really cool here. I think especially, you know, the the more people you get on and the more variety of people you get on. Yeah. Just hearing, I mean, the human experience is such an incredible thing. Mm. And I think the more that you can share that oh, with people, yeah. I think you guys got something good going here. So. Awesome. Well, well thanks, thanks dude. Yeah. 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 So shout out if you want to be a guest on Curiosity Dudes podcast, we'd love to have you. We're local to the KC yeah. area, but whoever, man. Yeah. Let us know. And we have, we kind of have options for online. We've been dabbling in uh-huh. that. And so there's a couple episodes where we have like, we're testing out some stuff. Um, speaking of fear of failure, like we didn't care about how it would. Yeah. The quality. The, sure. How it's going <laughs> to like sound all really good. And like, we're just trying it, you know? Right. And, People really care more about the stories and the content over the quality Definitely, and yes. quality is the eye of the beholder, really. Um, but we do like clarity. And so, um, yeah, I hope that this one sounds good. And I hope so, too. I think, um, Dude, so. Did you remember hit record? <laughs> oh, I'm totally dude. joking. I hope. That would have been, been the biggest L. Um, well, we've mentioned that. Boys, I, would ar- I would argue it wouldn't because this was still a really enjoyable conversation. Just maybe that's nobody else would have heard it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, sometimes that's how it's meant to be, man. I've done another thing like that and then never saw the light of day because yeah. it was too daunting to like put out. I did multiple cameras and we had different people from um, different countries. And we were like, wow. we're bringing forth like all of our different cultures. This is just sitting in my footage. Oh, man. I haven't edited it. This man's going like, to break the internet. That'd be cool. When he releases this. Yeah. But it's like we knew someone from, we had someone from France. We had someone from Germany. We had someone from a country called Niger in West Africa. Yeah. Um, and then we had us as Americans. And we gave them all biscuits and gravy. To see what they thought. That is and, cool. Um, and then we just talked about other things. Like what's something that you guys eat or whatever that thinks gross and someone showed like a picture of like a cow tongue and i guess it's like more normal i don't remember which country it was and um we found that we identify a lot more with germany than we thought but anyways that was really interesting that's That's just like (laughs) simmering there and now that i have a better computer and it's like less daunting i've been wanting to like go back so i've been doing like a debt snowball Yes. Of videos. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yes. And yes. so there's a lot of backdated stuff that I'm trying to like get back to. Yeah. And we had some like three minute vlogs. But when I do this for a living, it's like, dude, my time. Like, yeah. People yeah. are buying for my time. And then yep. it's hard to go and do. Because yeah. if I'm not working, then I would rather be spending time with the family. Yeah. Well, if so, I can leave you guys with one piece of advice, it would be just keep on taking risks. Yeah, dude, that's just good. keep awesome. just keep on pushing forward. I think you guys will have something much greater and much more incredible than you probably imagined when you started out with it. But that's how dreams go. Mm, dude, you know, good, so man. keep chasing it. Awesome. Great things Thanks, to come, dude. guys. I would say just one one quick rule is uh, you have to come back and see us sometime. This would be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You guys got to get awesome. me back on the docket. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and then real quick, if anyone's listening, um, Caleb, if someone did need some help, are you like taking on any person? Uh, are you willing to like help them with finances? Or how can they find you? How can they find you? Those are, are some you on great Facebook? questions. Um, do I take on any person? I take on any person that's an enjoyable person to work with. <laughs> um, and what I mean when I say that is you don't have to have buckets of money. You just have to be a good person. You know, I sh- if I enjoy talking with being around you, yeah, I'd love to work with you. Awesome. Um, 
Am I on social media? Yes. Facebook and LinkedIn. Okay. No yeah. Other. LinkedIn is the forgotten. Yeah. That is they LinkedIn. say LinkedIn's like Facebook seven years yeah. ago. Um, MySpace. I'm on. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> Dude, I was you, like, you're you, actually you, on You this? gave me the most blank look right <laughs> now. No, because look, if we go to MySpace.com, it's still there. It is. Uh, let me tell you. Who my, bought it? My hey, someone page it. is bumping. Justin, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake owns it, I believe. Yeah. And I believe, oh. I, I, last I heard, it's like a lot of bands, like smaller bands are kind of using that as like a, a way to share music. I mean, oh, I know there's like SoundCloud and I, stuff, but okay. somebody's got to keep it alive. Yeah, I mean, that revival, makes sense man. that just more power. Timberlake bought it then. But just to be clear, Caleb the is other not JT. on <laughs> MySpace. So don't go looking for me now because yeah. you definitely won't find me. Do you remember Zanga? <laughs> Do you have a Zanga? No, I love Zanga. Uh, Rest in peace. All right, so yeah, dude, get a hold of him. What's the What's the Facebook called? Yeah, so actually, if you just look me up on Facebook, my name, Caleb Benegas, uh, you'll be able to find my business page under B-A-N- my name, B-A-N-E-G-A-S. If you search B-A-N-E-G-A-S. Caleb Bananas, you will not find me. Exactly. Yeah, just sing but the song. But if you type in Caleb Bananas. It will not take you there. I actually okay. haven't explored where, where it will take you. So that'll be new endeavors for us all. But. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, uh, Google that cautiously. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, that rules. That's funny. I love it. No, but yeah, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, Google my name. You'll find me on there. Um, cool. But yeah, so. I, I think if you're local, you should check them out for sure. If you're. Yeah, definitely. All your financial needs. Small business owners and like and even yours is like. I don't even really consider it small. You have employees, right? Mm-hmm. So like, dude, that's awesome. Like that journey and in getting into there oh, and raising yeah. up other people. Yeah. That's huge. That's, that's the name thing. of the game. Like I said, what can we do to produce some kind of positivity or value to this world? Yeah. However we can. And so you're getting other people to help it. Yeah. Go forward even faster. And we should talk more about leadership wider. next time. That'd be oh, oh that would be fun. There we I go. Got, I got a whole hour for you guys. All right, on that one. get on the docket. The we're scroll. getting scheduled. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we're just going to cut this episode and then go into the next. No. Oh, <laughs> next time. You got more of that Mountain Dew energy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, break I up do. the biscuits and gravy too, oh, man. Come on. Let's go. Hey, okay, and I'll leave with this. The If anybody's out there and you're looking for a woman, this is what I looked for in a woman. She had to be godly because mm-hmm. that was first and foremost it's for good. me. Like equally yoked, it's very important. And then she had to be gorgeous because you know longevity. You know, and of course, like gorgeous, you got to define it in a different way. It's not literally, gorgeous to you is really all that matters. Yeah, and it's not literally only looks because the looks can change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as Rose's brother likes to say, sometimes like oh, I'd love to mess up her body. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's too much. But like that's pretty. He he does. He's like that's funny. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> looks change. But anyway, so godly, gorgeous, biscuits and gravy was the third. Oh, nice. And the thing is, biscuits and gravy is synonymous with godliness. Oh, yeah. So, you can make a good plate of, you know, ooh, yeah. you really got a good one in those regards. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, hey, I know that we're going to last. You aimed high <laughs> and you achieved it. I, I am. I'm out of the park. It's good. <laughs> She's out of the park. Or out of the league. Come on. There we go, brother. <laughs> She's in a different sport. <laughs> I, hope, I, Rose, I yeah. hope you're listening. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this. Yeah. This guy's a plus. But anyways, I can always recommend that. And then, yeah. All right. How do we get out of this podcast? Well, we never really. How do you get just, out of a podcast? We, I don't know. Fall asleep? Or I don't know. 
There was one time we just waited for 10 seconds of silence. <laughs> See you well, next actually, week. if you <laughs> sit really still and they'll think yeah. that we're... If you know that, like, our, our old <laughs> podcast says, none of us can stay silent for 10 seconds. No, no. We just <laughs> giggle like school children. Uh, All right. Have a good week. See you next time. Yeah. Have a nice trip. See you next fall. <laughs> oh, no. We'll see you uh, this fall. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Love it. Happy Halloween if you're listening to it on Halloween. Or happy Harvest Festival if you don't celebrate Halloween. Very true. That's the way I grew up. And if you're, sure if you're still all. here, if you're still here, here's that Amazon gift card that we were holding up. Just kidding. <laughs> I didn't get one yet. The redeeming code is c 5740 That's... <laughs> <laughs> you have to have all 16 digits. <laughs> I love it. And cut. <laughs>